Slice Audio. Right, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to find a, this sounds so silly, I'm trying to find a radio studio in Minneapolis for the actor Gary Farmer so he can record a fucking ad tomorrow. This is my world. You know who Gary Farmer is? <laughs> I know the name, but I don't know why. He's a, he's a Canadian native actor. He was in, remember the movie Smoke Signals? He was badass yes, in Smoke, Smoke Signals. Signals. He's good in Reservation Dogs. For those of you who oh, have never, yeah. if you've never seen that yeah. FX show Reservation Dogs. Great show. It's, a, it's the most accurate <laughs> depiction of reservation life I've ever seen in movie or TV, right? Remember that stupid movie? What was that dumb Val Kilmer movie? Oh, where he the, like faked himself as an Indian. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, uh, Thunder, Thunderhawk, Thunderbird, Thunder, Thunderleaf, Thunder, 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 Thunder Dog. No, Thunder. Thunderheart. Thunder, Heart. Thunder, 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 Thunder Heart. Heart. Very good, right? You're listening to the Book of Murdoch. What's up, Ding Dongs? Happy December, end of the year. Jesus Christ, that went fast. Yeah. Like, we're almost to the end of season three of this stupid show. <laughs> I can't believe we got out of season one, man. Uh. <laughs> uh, oh, let's start here. How's your, how's your weight? Are you eating your, did you eat your weight in Thanksgiving turkey and no. stuffing and shit? Well, let's see. What was, what I did eat pie, but I didn't put on the weight because I've been exercising and stuff. Oh, good for you. So I'm down one pound. Uh, okay. So I was 241. And then I ate like I was going to go to the chair, right? <laughs> like, I ate. Fucking ate. I ate enough for a family of a family. And then, like, really felt bad about it, right? Like, I went through a lot. I don't think I ate food food from, like, Sunday to yesterday. <laughs> like, I got a scale this morning. I'm, I'm, like, already down almost 10. I'm, like, 230. <laughs> like, that can't hold, right? I, um, all right, good. Down one. We're making progress, buddy. Um, I don't know. Today's weird, right? Like, I feel like a boxer who's in the tenth round. Like, we had a, we had a. There's a lot of stuff going on. Well, like, okay, so this podcast doesn't isn't making me fucking fifteen million dollar T Rex head money. So it turns out we got to run a day job, and, and that day job for us is running this media company, right? Oh, I got a call back about that too. Did you? There, there is two different apparently the skulls they were auctioning because you had talked about one was. Uh, Christie's auction house, and there was Sotheby's, and I'm, I, I this confused. Oh, are the they two. competing T Rex so. skulls? There's apparently more than one, and they're Good. coming all from South Dakota. I like that. I like that for a lot of different reasons. Also, you know why I like that they're coming from South Dakota? That means I should get a decent discount, right? That's like, right. your good guy fucking deal, man. I'm your neighbor. Thirteen million, save two million on the deal. Anyways, I, you know, like I, I've been up since like four a.m. So and mean? I've been talking for like 10 fucking hours straight today, right? I just don't, I don't have any podcast in me. And it's one of those deals, right? You know, you've been doing, you've been talking on a microphone for a couple decades. There are weeks you just don't feel like being fucking interesting because you're just fucked out, right? Like you're like, like an old hooker. I want to be interesting, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you just don't got anything in you, right? <laughs> right? No, we tread left on the tire. Yeah, it might be one of these episodes. I don't know, but... You know what it is like for con. For, for, if here's your here's your content creator advice, right? So if let, some of you listen to this because you do what we do, and you kind of like the cut of my fiber, right? So like the weeks you don't feel like being interesting at the fuck all is absolutely. It's just like going to the gym. That's the week you got to go, right? Like it doesn't matter if it's good or not. Just make leg the day someday. Thing. Yeah, leg day. This is leg day. This is leg day episode. Leg day. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> Boring as fuck, but required. <laughs> um. Okay. There's a documentary I want you all to watch. 
Have you seen the trailer for the Jonah Hill documentary? It's called Stutz. Mm. It's incredible. It Jonah Hill, because he's rich and privileged, made a, basically made a documentary about his therapist. And his therapist is really fucking interesting. He's got a book called The Tools. Like, I'm, I'm reading it. It's been a while since a self-help book caught me. So Jonah Hill has a book or the therapist? The therapist has okay. a book. Therap- the book is old. Book's from 2012. This guy is a famous psychologist, okay. right? And like, he just and because Jonah Hill's rich, he you know got to hire him. And then because Jonah Hill's rich, made a documentary about him, right? But all that aside, it's fascinating. The trailer, watch the trailer. Okay, he's got a great point in the trailer, right? Because it's basically about Jonah Hill made a documentary, making it okay for you to talk yeah. about and go to therapy, right? Which I think is good. That's we talk about that on the show a lot. He has a line in there I think is fascinating. Like, people don't talk to a therapist, and when they do, the therapist just listens, and then their friends give them their advice. Well, your friends are dumb as fuck, and your therapist knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Switch that backwards, right? <clears throat> Anyways, I um, taking that into account, I started reading this book because, like, a lot of therapy is bullshit. And, like, in my 20s, I fell for those self-help books. Like, I was one of those four-hour workweek assholes. You know what I mean? Sure. I just was. It's so I, you know, you get into your thirties and you start actually running businesses and you're like, those books are fucking stupid. All those books are, is just to teach you how to make 2 million after you've made 1 million. They don't tell you anything <laughs> about making the first million, right? That's luck and grit and who the fuck. Right. So like, I, I, you know, I don't read those books anymore because most of them are stupid, right? I'll read biographies instead. This one sucked me in a little bit because it's the first kind of therapy approach I've found where it gives you a toolkit, right? Whether you're Jonah Hill rich or you're completely fucked in life. There's really about 27 things you can do to make these things better in a mental health capacity. It doesn't matter who you are. And really, um, there's five of them, right? So, like, I like the idea of having something to reach into a toolbox to use. And I haven't heard that for a while. So, like, that's what I'm reading. That's what I'm watching. That documentary is good. You should watch it. Interesting side note about Jonah Hill. It's actually Jonah Hill now. He He changed his name. He changed his name. From, like, Feldstein or whatever. Yeah, Field. Goofy yeah, ass dork name he had. Um, boom, 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 boom. I was so I'm in pitch mode, right? Like when I like I, I'm a I'm a obnoxious interrupter and talk all the time as it is. But this week, as we're in pitch, because you know it's four hundred thousand dollar pitch at eight o'clock. Sure, morning. these are real numbers, okay? And so like I'm, <laughs> it's real dangerous when I'm like this because I am so fucking confident. And don't really need to care if I'm that accurate, because you gotta <laughs> deliver that note, sure. right? And so, like, I got a, I got my haircut yesterday, yeah, and I'm in nice. full ass fucking pitch mode, right? <laughs> and like, <laughs> my hair gets a little street, and like, I fall on in pitch mode. Told this woman what was wrong with her life, exactly what to do about it, and like, no, sh- and like. This is insane. I sound like a crazy person. The woman fucking shook my hand and said, I've never had a haircut like this before. I want to thank you. It was real fucking weird. It's been, it's, I've been bugging the shit out of everyone who works here, right? I need a, I need a day away from everybody or people are going to mutiny. We need to follow up with her later on. I, 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 I don't, um, I, I, I don't, I, I'm a little hesitant to go back, right? Because like, as I got out of the haircut, it dawned on me like, Jesus, you, you know. You just, that woman's never met you ever, and you're like, this is exactly what's wrong with you. <laughs> Listen to me. Everything will be okay. Um, you want to do the news? Sure. Let's do the news. Let's do the news with Dean. Doing the news with Dean. This is what I'm talking about, Dean. 
I don't even care about doing this right. I'm not going to edit any of that out. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it in. Here we go. Not really breaking news with Dean. Ex-teacher who shot porn in the classroom is kicked off Wait, hold fans. on a second. Wait a minute. Oh, this is real. I used to be, for my job, I used to host a morning radio show called X-Rock Morning Wood. Okay? The thing still exists. And, like, that's some real morning wood fucking news story. This is some dick joke morning radio news. Start over. I figured you could use some of this. What is it again? Ex-teacher who shot porn in classroom is kicked off OnlyFans. For violating its rules. Wait a minute. She wasn't fired from being a teacher. She was fired from being... How the fuck do you get kicked off of OnlyFans? You ever been on OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah. I've been on OnlyFans. It's hard to get kicked off of... What'd she do? Uh, former Arizona teacher who was caught making pornographic videos in her classroom has been expelled from OnlyFans. Oh, uh, because she made it in the school. Good for OnlyFans. She went by the name of Chloe Carter. I'm Googling this. <laughs> Explicit videos on her OnlyFans. Clyde, you spell Chloe. In porn world, you can go Chloe a lot of ways. K-H-L-O-E, and then Carter's K-A-R-T-E-R. Without even hitting enter on this Google search, is this a Kardashian-looking woman with the Chloe? I didn't even look up her picture, no. You didn't look up her picture? No. Oh, that's interesting. Professional journalist. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Kind of, kind of, kind of. I'm checking this out here. TikTok search. Oh, she's on the TikTok. Do people get itchy here when you look up porno TikToks? Um, I mean, I'm the president of this gonna, company. I guess I if anybody's going to get itchy, it's going to be me, huh? <laughs> I mean, you know what the you know what the old school rule was? Remember when all them teachers get started getting caught fucking all the kids, mm -hmm. the female teachers? I'm talking about specifically. Yeah, you know what's fucked up about all that? You know what their jail sentence depended on? No. How hot they were. That's probably not. This is a real thing. Inaccurate. If you're kind it? of an ugly teacher who kind of you know you're an ugly teacher who fucked a student and no one else wants to. You know what I mean? They give that woman 15 years. But if you're like a hot ass blonde, look like you're trying to almost make it to Fox News, they'd be like, "Well, she can't handle prison. She just needs house arrest." <laughs> I'm not in like mental health therapy. No. But if you're a dog, they're like, "Fuck you, bitch. You're doing 10 years." <laughs> She said, I chose the anonymous name as well as blocking the entire state of Arizona on OnlyFans so it wasn't accessible by anyone living in the state. I don't feel like you should necessarily not be allowed to be a teacher, I guess, if you want to be an OnlyFans, but it seems like a hard thing to do well at the same time. She She's doing it for the dental. <laughs> Doing the, doing she the teacher has to do the, the, the teacher job to get the insurance. I mean, you know, I just want to, this is hard to defend, right? Like, of course, they you shouldn't be teaching kids, and but like at the same time, if you're like, let me defend this for a second, right? Because like I, you know, like what, what do you think about this? This is insane, right? Do, are you comfortable with a porn star teaching your kids? If my kids learning, I guess I don't care exactly. who's teaching. Right? Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, what they do on their own time? That's it's a little bit of their own time. And like, it's, it, but if like, okay, so let me, play, let me play devil's advocate. You can't be a high school teacher, I don't think, and really pull this off. Unless you were in one of them hippie schools. You know what I mean? Find the right hippie schools with parents and get mad. I'm just thinking about that here, right? Like, we are we, people in South Dakota, the people get incensed here about like, Drag show story time, or and and none of that shit really actually happens. Right. So like the first you know, foot job math teacher that gets busted out of Renner or whatever fucking town in South Dakota, that shit ain't gonna work out here. Come on. <laughs> uh, let's let's do another one here. Orion Probe shares photos of the dark side of the moon. How come I can't hear you very well? Am I not talking enough in the mic? I don't know. Your mic just got sounded weird. Do that one more time. Orion Probe shares photos of the dark side of the moon. Is that my headphones? Maybe it's your headphones. 
You sound weird. <laughs> like you sound robotic. Robotic? Yeah. And like Try a different microphone? Yeah, maybe. Hold on. Which one's that one? I'm not editing any of this shit out either. <laughs> we'll do, we'll this much better. Much Thank better? you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Turn that one off. Thank Try. you. Third time's a charm. Uh, Orion Probe shares photos of the dark side of the moon. Orion, which one's the Orion? Is this that new James thing telescope I was reading about? Well, we talked briefly about it a couple episodes ago. They launched it up, and is this this is an Elon? This is no, NASA. No, this is a NASA. Okay, yeah. but uh, that's the side of the moon. They call it the dark side of the moon, but it's not actually dark. It's just we can never see it from because the way, that, like on the other side of the sun, right? Yeah, it, just the way we orbit, we can't see it. This so, is like the Pink Floyd song. Yes, cool. I was learning about this James Webb something telescope. I'm sure I'm getting that oh, yeah. name's wrong. Did you read about that thing? Where that it's thing's... like 10 times more viewing ability than the Hubble? Mm-hmm. Because when we made the Hubble, remember, okay, so like- That was 100 years ago. 100 years ago. And it's even worse than that. I was, I don't know, I was just listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about this. So like, they made the Hubble technology in the 80s, but then the Challenger explosion happened. And so none of that shit launched for another 10 years. Right, yeah. So by the time they actually put the Hubble telescope in the air, there was 15 years of microchip development that they, didn't, that they couldn't use. And the biggest thing they could send up, you can't send up the thing bigger than the rocket, right? right? And so, like, they basically sent up your bathroom mirror of, at the time. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. And wasn't that part of the issue with the Hubble? Was it? Like, it was always fucking broken, right? Like, <laughs> there was like a piece of lint on it. Hey, you go, NASA. Here's your PR. The only time <laughs> you ever make the news is when you're fucking things up. That's why the America stopped investing in the space race again. You got to pitch it just like everyone else, man. I'm pro space. I love that. Oh shit. yeah, that's so fun to talk about. Uh, let's bring it back to Earth. Bringing it back to Earth with Gene. Bob Dylan publishers admit to selling fake signed autographed books. I read about this. Bob Dylan did a book and then auto penned like the there was a, it's a fifteen hundred dollar book. Is that yeah. true? It, uh, what was the price? Twelve hundred dollar book. It was some ridiculous. There's only like nine hundred copies yeah. of this quote of unquote this signed, signed book. Yes. And lazy fucking Bob Dylan let the auto pen sign it. If you don't know what the auto pen is, it's how like the president works. You know, you get the letter from the president because right. you could do ten sit ups or whatever the fuck. The president doesn't actually sign that. There's a machine that signs that, right? And, like, these people all that are, like, this is why it's hard to be a Bob Dylan fan, right? Because Bob Dylan's such a lazy piece of shit sometimes. He's just like, well, let's auto-pen the book. According to the article, though, it sounds like Simon & Schuster did this without Bob Dylan. Oh. It's the way they word it. I guarantee you there's seven emails of someone (laughs) telling Bob to get his ass in there and sign in something. He just didn't feel like that's what Bob Dylan is. First off, how old is Bob Dylan? Can you sign a fucking book? Maybe he doesn't remember doing the book. You know, there's a great song. One of my favorite bands is uh, Frank Black. uh, He's the lead singer of the Pixies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So his solo act for a while was called Frank Black and the Catholics. And he has a a CD called uh, Teenager of the Year. And like nine of them fucking songs are about space. It's, they're all really good. The next time you're thinking about space okay. and you want a soundtrack to it, there's a song. There's a song called Super Abound. That's what I'd tell you to listen to. Jesus, what a boring show it is today. Keep going, Dean. <laughs> oh, I was bore it down a little bit more. The baguette enters the upper crust as it's added to the UN's look cultural at look at heritage your puns list. In the headline, <laughs> say, I'm sorry, I stepped over you. Do it again. <laughs> The baguette enters the upper crust as it's added to the UN cultural heritage list. This is why people don't give a fuck about the UN, right? Like, there's a war in Ukraine going on, and they can actually say something about it. And I'm sure they actually are. But you know what makes the news? A stupid fucking thing about bread. And then they don't pay their parking tickets in Manhattan. (laughs) 
the humble baguette. Um, I'm a baguette fan. Right? God, I miss bread right I... now. <laughs> oh my God, I miss bread right now. I am. <sighs> you were talking about that a couple episodes ago. Like, like, really? I, I just didn't realize they have a cultural heritage list, apparently, when you're part of the UN. I don't know the budget about I'm in such a bad mood. Like, I, I want to know what the, ba- what the baguette budget for this is. <laughs> the French have enough PR. Let's talk about non. It's racist. What's, uh, since we've been talking about losing weight and our guts, FDA approves the first fecal microbiome, microbiome drug, setting the stage for others. This is what's fucking wrong with America. You know what you need to do? Quit eating processed food eight meals a week, and then all of a sudden your gut biome won't be so fucked up. I don't mean that as some hippie no, yeah. fucking cult That's thing, right? Like, it's that. such an American gross, like... We'll pay the pharmaceutical industry $13 billion so they can invent some drug so we won't die from eating nothing but McDonald's fries. How about lettuce? You don't have to pay a pharmaceutical company anything and just eat some fucking lettuce. A lot of lettuce. <laughs> we need a lot Not, of let, It's less about a lot of lettuce and more about less French fries. So the drug is called Rebiota. And it's a treatment for like C diff. So you've heard of the fecal transplants? They have to. Nope. What? Oh, what that's is C diff? Whole... I'm weird about poop. How I don't want to hear about a bunch of poop. Well, that's C diff is the bad bacteria that gets into your gut and oh, messes okay. with all your. Colon this isn't stuff. some like thing you rub on your like. No, what's but that? What's that? When you got to carry around your poop bag with you? The colostomy bag. Colostomy bag. No. It's not like some like that's good. I'm glad we're you know whatever, but. So they got the bad micro whatever's going on in your gut. Again. And for a lot of people that suffer from C. diff, they would have to do what they call... What a, is C. diff? It's it's a bacteria that... It's a bad... This bad bacteria in your gut. Okay. That makes... Caused by your shitty processed diet. Probably. Okay, cool. But they would do these transplants where they would take good fecal matter from somebody else, healthy, and... Wait a minute. Transplant it into They you. take a bunch of someone else's poop? Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? Like... Like yeah. a like a like if you get a transplant, you got to get that person's blood in fluids so it doesn't try to kill you. Right. Okay. You can do that with your digestive system. Yes. But now instead of having to take other people's stuff, now they have a drug that can do this now. So. I swear to God, if you give me the option, <laughs> I'd take the clean person's poop. And that's what they've been doing for a very long time. But really? that's also expensive, and they have to. How is that more expensive? Just go to a <laughs> porta potty. No. Oh, you can't just go get no, it like a Meritage? You, you can't just put it back in. You can't just take a nice, it's not like brewing kombucha where you can just let a mixture brew for a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think they were just going, like, you don't go to the Sturgis Rally where everybody's eating fried beef tips and liquor and shit. You go to, like, Lilith Fair. They're all vegan. In the porta potty gut culture of the Lilith Fair Porta potty, that's got to be half good for you. It probably smells all right. <laughs> you like Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> right. You take all that Activia money from that stupid fucking yogurt she's been eating. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Again, I'm in pitch mode. Televangelist confident. All right. Um... Well, you know what's happening in the news? Our governor banned TikTok. Did you see that? Yes. Christy Nome, who you probably know from various memes, uh, signed an executive order this week for our state on where you can't have TikTok on state devices, which none of them are on anyway. Right. It's not a real thing. This is a slick-ass campaign oh, move, yeah. right? Okay. 
It's it, a slick ass campaign move, though. They have all that stuff locked down. If you're working with the state, you're not watching TikTok. At least not on their phones. That's just it. Every you just you can still watch TikTok yeah. on your phone in the state. Blah blah blah. You didn't stop shit. It's just a slick ass campaign move. You know what my idea was, Dean? This is genius. If anybody knows anybody at TikTok, I'm half serious about this, and not really because I'm anti Christie Gnome, just because I want to make the money. We could throw a big ass music festival right now in South Dakota, and we could have TikTok sponsor it. We'd make a fucking killing, Dean. We'd make a killing. We can't bring rally time for that. Hey, you don't have to. Why? Why? I already make. We already make good money. Okay. This is new money, <laughs> Dean. New this money. is okay. new money, Dean. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, I'm a little slow in the game here. <laughs> All right, keep going. And uh, obviously, I want to do a bit about that. By the way, with Christy Noem, right? Like, what's she gonna ban next? Chinese food, chopsticks. <laughs> fucking dim sum karate. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're now banning karate. Decided it's communist. Like, fucking relax. Um, I was talking about the uh, gut health and whatnot. Yeah, Pan- more gut health news. Cool. Well, pancreatic cancer. Really yeah, bad. cheer us all up. <laughs> first test for <laughs> first test for pancreatic cancer, which uses tiny worms that sniff out tumors. <laughs> In your pancreas or in um, your guts? Like, you, they, like what worms? Like, not just earthworms? No. Okay. They well, don't, like, train earthworms to do it? They listen This as... isn't like when you would train a seal <laughs> to, like, get the ball, right? No. The, oh. <laughs> they're what kind gen- of worms? They said genetically modified worms. And they're genetically modified to swim away from traces of cancer. Fuck that. I am not putting anything that, like... No, that they, sounds like it's gonna kill you. You don't. You don't put them in you. So basically, you would. Uh, How do they find the cancer? You you pee, send it to them. They put the worms in the petri dish with your pee. If they swim away from it, they can test. And apparently, it's one hundred percent accurate. <laughs> <laughs> this came from NPR. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing sells me in on anything when someone goes. And really, man, that's 100% accurate. <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh, 100%. You sound like your older brother's pot dealer when you're trying to convince him about a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I just read the headlines. That's what it said. That's all right. That's pretty fascinating. Cost you 500 bucks. That's it? I, I, I think part of it is because they don't have a way to actually really test for pancreatic cancer. They just have to go in and find it according to what this says. This is where, like, you know what COVID fucked us all up on? Is like anybody's, just, they'll hear this, right? And now they'll just, as confident as I am in pitch mode, just weigh the fuck in, right? Someone's going to listen to this, and they're going to be in a bar conversation like two weeks later, right? And they're going to be like, no, really, I've done the research. There's worms who smell your pee and tell you have cancer. I would love to be in that bar when that conversation happens. Pre-Google? <laughs> fuck, man. I was so goddamn smart in every conversation I was in pre-Google. Google really fucked me up for a while. I had to, I had to actually go get smarter instead of just faking like I knew what I was talking about. really fucking <laughs> sucks, man. Um, like if the internet goes down and the apocalypse <laughs> happens and I just become smart again because of my confidence, oh, fuck, I'm going to make so much money. <laughs> This is a man. I got a lot of medical stuff. Apparently, go for it. It's the, medical week here, and, and it's, le, it's hey, it's leg day. It's leg day, <laughs> and this one comes from Australia, which apparently now the Fuck algorithm. You love Australian. I move. don't know why that keeps on pulling this up. Researchers in Australia are testing a new birth control option for men. It's called being Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Australians suck. 
Like they're not. I don't know. Like the red. Re, Australia has the same problem America has. The world has just assumed that the rednecks that live in Australia are Australians. They're a little <laughs> racist. They're not that funny. You know what I mean? Like some of them are, but I don't know. Anyways, keep going. So this is how they do it. It involves injecting gel into the vast deferens, which are the tubes that transport the sperm through oh, the body. Oh, I know about this because I'm trying to get a trying to get a trying to get a vasectomy. Yeah, it's like a liquid vasectomy. They basically like li- like like, pe- like clear Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Not just as a big of a fail. How does a liquid vasectomy work? It's I don't. It's because they're injecting it into these tubes, and it's more like uh, window sealers, like great stuff. It's expanding foam. It just blocks up the tube. So they they caulk your fucking <laughs> that's vaset, yes. vaset, What are they called? They uh, vast deferences. Vast deferences. Yeah, deference, deference, deference. Mm. I feel more at more. Uh, secure it like if if you if you cut the fucking pipe I feel a lot better about that system <laughs> it like it's like hair transplants you don't want to be the first fucking dude <laughs> that looked ridiculous you want to be the hundredth dude it's the reason I still won't get LASIK because once in a while you'll hear of like the turn your fucking eyeballs inside out they so I don't, know, I don't trust it yet they don't have it down I got one last news story go for it Rapid City Police Department receives donation for autism awareness training. They got $750 so that officers could learn how to interact with people with autism. Oh, that's really good. It's insane that we make the cops have to figure that the fuck out. Like, we send them to go to gun training, and now they're like, work with this fucking special needs kid. Good luck, fella. What, hey, do, you, what do you have to learn? For $750 Don't donation. Shoot these fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Keep going. Oh, no, that, that's about it. Uh, they said the. Uh, Autism Society hopes that the training will help people actually That's help police nice. recognize signs of autism. I th- I, there's been some stories in the news lately where officers get to a scene and there's someone who's not responding to commands and then after the fact learn that they just couldn't communicate because they had autism or they didn't understand yeah, what was going sense. on. I like that. Yeah. Do you ever get an update on them fucking trees? What was that park thing we cared about for a while? <laughs> you cared about. <laughs> I think I think the listening audience was greatly concerned about the Vicky Park what the fuck. What did Sean have in the old take backs? Oh, not, Sean didn't have a take back, but Sean did have a real funny memory. Do you ever hear about the turkey? Turkey. It was. It, it was. So we just had Thanksgiving, right? Right. You know, we want to hear the greatest Thanksgiving bit we ever did of all time. It was called the Turkey Gravy Drinking Contest. This is all fucking real. Um, so, so like, so this is how I met Director Dick Mac Sean, really. I think he won the fucking thing. Okay, so this was the bit. So we, and like, this is on stage and everything. Every minute, you had to take a full, double, warm shot of turkey gravy. Okay. Okay. And like, how many shots of turkey gravy do you think you have to do to have this bit wrap up? Like, what do you think the winner gets to before everybody's like, fucking hey, that's enough turkey gravy shots? Like a one ounce shot one of it? Full a- one and a half. One and a half ounce. 15? 15. That's what we thought. Thank you, Dean. That's exactly what we thought. So we prepped, just to be sure, about 40 minutes worth of fucking stage material, right? 
Because what we found out when we started doing the bit was, unless you're fucking around a little bit to entertain the crowd, watching eight fat dipshits take a shot of turkey gravy isn't entertaining at all. In fact, for about 20 minutes, it's quite boring. And then when you get to 80 minutes like we did, it's really boring. And that John, he drank like a hundred and fucking two before people started like, and then, and then this is, this is something we learned. You know, when you think, when you watch people throw up in the movies and it's hilarious, it's not near as fun in real life. It's gross because it smells and it's not like animated funny, like the cartoons. It just slowly trips out of people in a really disgusting, unfunny fashion. Yeah, I can't imagine gravy oh, coming so back out. Gross. The whole fucking place smells like it, and some people are trying to eat. It was such a total fucking train wreck. And then Sean, like Sean, the next, like when he was driving home that night, right? Like I remember him telling me he had to throw up in the side of the ditch and like had to go to the hospital <laughs> to make sure he wasn't going to die. We nearly killed a couple fucking people. God, I miss old school radio bits, man. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. We did that shit with cranberry sauce one year. We almost killed a guy in a hot dog eating contest one year because he was fucking barbecued drunk and just joined in the middle of it. And he was <laughs> and like we were already worried about his health because he already was down one kidney because of his alcoholism, but still somehow with one kidney could smash 30 fucking beers a day. And he's like 18 fucking beers in and decides to join the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> this is my job, Dean! This is my life! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty good at it and it's pretty fun thanks for listening everybody hope your December's bitching we'll see you next week we'll be a little more prepared and probably funnier next week you guys take it easy <laughs> it's time for the credits I need to cut some credits the book of Murdoch this has been a home slice audio production this particular Credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone as Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this and he's going to be so annoyed and that tickles my fancy. So leave this goddamn piece in.